Hey folks, it's Sir Richard Wentworth. When you're ready to buy a car, True Car is changing car buying forever. Yes, True Car helps buyers get rid of the fear that they might overpay. Every day, True Car users receive negotiation-free guaranteed savings, and True Car users save an average of $3,221 off MSRP. When you're ready to buy a car, just follow these 3 easy steps. First, download the True Car mobile app or go to truecar.com to find out what others paid for the car you want. Then, register to see upfront pricing information and lock in your savings. Third step is simple. Take your guaranteed savings certificate to the True Car certified dealer for a better, hassle-free car buying experience. Some features not available in all states. With True Car, you can save time, save money, and never overpay. To see how much you can save on the car you want, simply download the True Car mobile app or visit truecar.com today. You're tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries, and your number one source for after-show entertainment. <laughs> TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin. Hey there, Sword Art Online fans! Welcome to another edition of the AfterBuzz Recap Show. Today we are talking about episode 24, Mother's Rosario. How are you guys doing tonight? Good. How are you? Sad. Feelings. Oh, feelings. It made me feel. I don't like that. <laughs> Joining me on the panel today, Lizzie. Hello, everyone. I'm so used to your Twitter handle. Yeah. Throwing out your Twitter handle, Lizzie okay. Maui. Whenever I work with Matt Lieberman, he always says Lizzie Maui. I mean, Liz Rish Maui. <laughs> Hi guys. Has such a ring to it. It yes. really does. That's the catches on. That was the point. And Tari Miller. <laughs> Not gonna <I> the <laughs> I don't know what that means, but it sounds sad. Mm. Unfortunately, Katie Cullen can't be here today. She is home for the holidays. Um, but I'm your host Megan Salinas. And she she wishes you all well. Um, she she wanted me to let you guys know to say thank you. Actually, she sent me um, she sent me a text messages and she wanted to say thank you for everything. You guys have been fantastic, and we couldn't have done this show without you. Thanks again. And she is absolutely right because without you guys, this show would not have been possible. Absolutely. And since this is our last episode, uh, it's I I want to get your guys's reactions because um this again like much like last week this was a very different episode from what we normally get so what were your feelings on this week's episode and what were your what are your feelings overall on SAO2 I like I said I was just telling Megan this because we were supposed to have um a guest and obviously it's the holidays everybody's very busy so you know it's just the three of us and I was like almost sad to the point just because last week was like you said it's a very touching different episode but we had Sharami uh Sharami uh, yeah. sorry Sharami and um Bryce and it even though it was such a solemn episode with all the feels we got to have fun and now here we are discussing it and there's no fun yeah. <laughs> like, we got just, to laugh away our sorrows yeah, last time yeah so now we have to focus on reality and i love this season i think it was a beautiful way to end it um I feel like we've we've had an immense growth of the characters throughout the past three seasons. This season, especially, like we said, has touched a lot more on. You know, we haven't even been focusing on Kirito so much. You know, and it's a lot about 
being able to connect with the characters more because these are things that we could find ourselves in somewhat similar situations. So overall, I really enjoyed it. Very different, but not in a way where I hated it. <laughs> <laughs> nice. How about you, Ty? Um, I really liked it. Mostly, like, after the episode, the one thought that came to my mind is that uh, in the first season, we had, like, 4,000 deaths. <laughs> and literally, the, it's just well, yeah. kind of swept under the rug. Sorry, though. why yeah. I laughed at that. I don't know. It's it's, an, it's a defense mechanism. <laughs> it's fine. Fair enough. Um, I mean, we were laughing a lot last week, so yeah. we did say super AIDS, and that's uh, AIDS is not funny. But we were laughing. I about take super full AIDS. responsibility for that, and I'm sorry <laughs> for it, world. Sorry, I'm sorry. Oh, it's fine. Um, but yeah, so we had like four thousand deaths in the first season, and like two in the subsequent seasons, and none of them were as emotionally impactful as this one death of this character that we've grown to love. And so I feel like they did a really good job of telling this story and bringing back the human element because we lost that for a really long time. We did, yeah. Yeah, especially I feel like in the first arc, or the second arc of um, the first Sword Art Online, um, something definitely fell off about that. And I think Sword Art Online 2 definitely stepped everything up yeah. just as a whole. Yeah. Um, it stepped up a lot of the storytelling. It stepped up the characterization. It was really great. But you know what we really want to do is we want to hear also about what you guys think. Yes, we do. Uh, and much like last week, we, we absolutely adored hearing from you guys um, live. I don't know if we're um, live streaming on YouTube, but I believe... We yeah, we are. Um, so please feel free to go ahead and take place in that discussion um, on the chat on the chat and if you want to tweet us directly we are using the same hashtag as last week which is hashtag SAOABTV why don't we just so. shout out our tweeter uh, tweeter <laughs> tweeter <laughs> handles <laughs> so uh, people you can feel free to tweet us as well uh, tweet us and we can tweet uh, us directly yeah. yes I can't speak English today um, you can find me at Lizzie Maui that's L-I-Z-Z-Y M-A-W-Y you can find me at Tari J. That's T A U R I J A Y. Lovely, Megan. Uh, and even though Katie's not here, you can follow her on Twitter at Kiajay. That's K I A X E T. And you can follow me on Twitter at the Menguin. That's T H E M E N G U I N. So feel free to tweet us directly. But again, we're also keeping an eye on that hashtag. Yes. Um, I'm going to go ahead and talk about what I felt about this episode. Tell me um, about your feels. <laughs> I teared up a bit. No, I'm not. Uh, I I'm. I'm not too big to admit that I teared up during this episode. The thing that I like about, well, it's not nothing to like, but I mean, it was something where we knew Mm. it was going to happen. We knew before the end of the series that we were going to have to say goodbye. Um, We were going to have to say goodbye to her. And um, and it's just like, but then nothing can really prepare you for the impact and how you actually feel after all those episodes you've gotten to really feel for this character. Mm but at least it wasn't a surprise, you know. Like they didn't go Game of Thrones of us and uh, Game of Thrones on us and just you know like kill somebody. It was just yeah. right. it was a gradual thing. But again, it was like a you know like real life. Like it's a process. You know when something's happening, it doesn't mean it's going to make it any less painful. Yeah, yeah. No. And and I mean. Because this was a process, there are a few of the um, five stages of grief, I mm-hmm. think, represented um, in the last couple episodes, especially with Asuna, because she's just kind of thrust into the situation. She has all this knowledge thrust on her, and at first she's in denial. She's like, this can't be it. This can't be the end of the road. And this is our acceptance episode, mm-hmm. I feel like. Um, and granted, not all the stages. It's not a perfect metaphor. <laughs> but um, but definitely... This um this is a very somber, very bittersweet 
farewell to the series. But at the same time, it's, you know, the the notes that we end on, it's also very uplifting. The message is very yes. positive about, you know, life and finding purpose and and finding love and meaning with all that. <laughs> you know, all that, all that little stuff, you know? <laughs> Good stuff. With the little ending, uh, jumping ahead a bit with Kirito being like, I want to be with you forever. She's like, I'll go with you even if it's the end of the earth. And he's like, well, that's a little much. And I'm like, really, bro? Really? <laughs> like, that's a little much? After everything you've been through, that's a little much. Like, whoa, lay off. A little too clingy if you're going to travel with me to, like, New York or something. <laughs> Which is funny because, like, they've literally seen the end of a world. Yeah. yeah. Together. Yeah. Yeah, they, they literally saw it crumbling around them when they thought they were going to die. Yeah. <laughs> but I need my space if I move to a different country, so. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Back whoa. up. You're being a little clingy. We're only in high school, okay? <laughs> Well, you know what? Since since you brought up the ending, um, I, I do want to know. We can talk about it right now. I do want to know what what do you guys think about um, Kayaba Akihiko still having sort of his hand in this whole process a little bit because he was very influential in the creation of the Metacuboid treatment. And uh, on the one hand, it makes complete and total sense. Mm-hmm. Um, on the other hand, it's like you were a sociopathic maniac <laughs> who was responsible for the death of 4,000 people. Well, first of all, do we know if there's going to be any other seasons to sort out online after this? Or is this like the end? Right now, um, according to what I've heard from a lot of fans of our after show, is that they're still working on a few books. Okay. Um, that there are still some books that are, are that need to be released. But that so far, this is all we have. Because I feel like they left it open where there could have been more. Because no, he didn't absolutely. really yeah. die. I mean, he's still out there. He is a very interesting character as far as a... Do we call them protagonists? Antagonists. Antagonists. Thank you. My English is a little rusty. Mm-hmm. But anyway, I feel like it was very clever the way they wrapped it up as that as the final note. Because one, they left it open for the possibility of having more, which it's fine if it ends there, but it's also good because there's an opening for more without forcing it, which is good. Two, it comes into like kind of a perfect circle. Like we started off with this guy as the antagonist and you know, he was such, he wasn't just a bad guy though. There was no. so much complexity behind him and what his point of doing this was. Um, the whole thing with, with the egg for the season two and all the other worlds. So it just makes sense that he would be brought up and come again into a full circle of how somehow being involved with what we've experienced with season three. Right. And in a way, you know, I don't know about you guys, but I never felt a total hatred for that character. You can't. He, he, yeah, yeah no. he wasn't a total bad guy, <laughs> unlike dude from season two. Yeah, he wasn't. He was like what he did was obviously wrong, Absol- and yeah, you can't. There, there are no excuses for what I was he to did. Say, obviously, yeah. it absolutely came out as absolutely. So yeah. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> But um, but yeah, he, he there is a lot of complexity to him. He's not just mustache twirly exactly. guy. <laughs> Sorry, I mean, what do you think? And then actually, I want to take a question from Twitter. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, well, I thought it was well. I kind of figured that he had something to do with it. He was kind of the pioneer on this whole thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and beyond that, like the Medici Boyd, it really leads it into his vision a lot more because it's this completely immersive thing that essentially allows you to leave your body forever, which is what he did. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, it, it makes sense. Like, dude was nuts. But <laughs> <laughs> but I, I do like that even though he did some terrible things, 
a lot of what he did can also be used for good and can also be used to help people. And that was the intention behind it as well, is something positive can come out of this horrible, horrible thing. I mean, let's think of any sort of bad guy from anything ever. And usually before they turn into crazy bad guy, they were always trying to do something for the better of mankind. And then just kind of blows up like, anarchy. And again, we don't... Except for the Joker. We... (laughs) (laughs) Depends on what you read, actually. But yeah, yeah, the... For, For this guy in particular... He's very interesting, and you can't help but wonder at what point he went nuts, um, and at what point, what, at what point he decided to do what he did. Because again, there are a lot of really good things that can come out of what he's done, as we see with this type of treatment. But really quick, I want to, um, we got a question on Twitter, at, uh, Musa underscore lover on Twitter, wanted to know, what is your guys' favorite arc? Oh, man. Are you an Aincrad fan, an Alfheim fan, a Gungale Online fan, or a Mother's Rosario fan? I gotta, I gotta say... Or Excalibur. That was short, but it was an Excalibur. Excalibur. Sorry. You know, we never did explain that to Tari, actually. Oh, you never I, watched it? I think it? I'm fine, no. Oh. It's a reference, actually, to another anime, Soul Eater, where uh. Excalibur was a sentient being who drove everyone crazy. Yeah, he was obnoxious oh. and kind of British, and we're gonna send you some YouTube links after the podcast so you'll get what the heck <laughs> so we're saying. So you will understand. Excalibur. Nice. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, that's neither here nor there. <laughs> I, uh... I, you know what? There's been so much of this sh- this show, and every season has something to enjoy. But honestly, I'm gonna say the later half of the first season with Aincrad, like I very thoroughly enjoyed it. Hmm. I mean, I, it was because it was more feel the feel of getting into the series, feeling like I'm playing a game. The stakes were higher because they, you know, it was if they lose their life, they're done for. And it, it's it's I guess maybe it was because it. I, you know, I'm getting into the feel. I'm feeling for the characters. I'm starting to get to know them. It's still that whole new. It's like the honeymoon of relationship. You know, that's what the first season was to me. Mm-hmm. I'm sure there's. I, I'd probably think of a better answer if I had more time to think about it. My yeah. brain was more up to speed. But yeah, like really liked it. I hate to sound like a broken record, but I'm gonna say Gun Gale. I mean, it mirrors one of my death absolute gun. yeah. Ha- yeah. Death <laughs> <gun>. <laughs> Hashtag death face because he's ghost face, everyone. <laughs> um, but yeah, it mirrors one of my favorite. Not that okay, <laughs> but it mirrors one of my favorite film franchises of all time. It's a great little mystery. It was it was a tad predictable, okay. but it was so much fun. The animation was gorgeous, and the music was great, and yeah. and it had, basically it was Scream. I can't say anything else <laughs> except for that it's yeah. like one of my favorite movies. But you know so what we had in Aincrad? We had the girl that fell out of the window, and then we had the whole joke with her in the hospital going, ugh, because she just, you know, like she just <laughs> drops out of the window, and then she's just done for, and she's done. And like, that, we had that, that was kind of mystery theater, you know, <laughs> that was fun. It had a murder, uh, murder mystery in it, but the entire arc wasn't a murder I mystery. I know, I just, so. you know. Just, um, that, I would have to, oh. Oh, I was just going to say, those were my two favorite yes. episodes, though. But anyway, you were uh, saying. Uh, I would have to go with Mother's Rosario, with Gun Gale being a close second. Um, mostly because I, I feel like this one, I, it was more relatable as a person mm-hmm. and you got more time with like really strong female characters, yeah. which, uh, I'm a big fan of. Like, I like my Kirito, um, but it's, it's as like the author said, he's too perfect and every time they have to sh- like conveniently make him, uh, at the top of whatever he's doing. 
Yeah. Whereas, like, mm-hmm. Asuna is always working and she's always trying to relate to people and doing good in the world that she's in. Yeah. And, like... She's a more relatable character. Any Everybody... <laughs> Anybody who is a real human being who's not a sociopath, who has real feelings, who cares, if you ever, anybody out there listening, if you have friends, family, anybody you care about, there's going to be some part of asana that you can relate to or something that you've tried to do to go out of your way to do and help others. If, if that's that's ninety percent of the human population. So anybody yeah. watching this and seeing her as a character, not just as a female character, which is very important, I think, especially after everything that with the season two that happened and making her a stronger character, which I greatly appreciate. Thank you, yes. Shell. Thank we you. Really, you made up for Way it a little to make bit. Up for it, but <laughs> I just mean like. Wow, that was a stutter. (laughs) (laughs) That's all, folks. Exactly. No, she literally is one of my favorite characters that I've seen in. And like I we, me and Megan, I think it was you who said we haven't watched anime in a very long time. Yeah, you know, Attack on Titan and this show, but she has to be one of my. I mean, and I love Sailor Moon. Don't get me wrong, but this character is a very strong character that is relatable that you can look to. Yeah, she's really well-rounded. And she's not reliant as much as she loves Kirito. Maybe in the first series, she was like, oh, I'm going to kill myself. But she is now a much stronger individual as a person, as a whole. And that's what I love about it. Yeah. That's re- you make an excellent point. Damn right, I and do. I know if Katie were here, um, <laughs> she and I have talked at length about how you know you bring up the fact that Kirito's too perfect. Mm-hmm. She and I have it's talked at length that. about this series. Yeah, that that we actually think it w- Kirito would be far more interesting as a side character, mm-hmm. especially in that first arc because and which he, he kind of was for this. Yeah, series. and lo and behold, we like him a lot better. Yeah, um, because he's not doing this as much. well, and because when he comes in and kicks a lot of ass, it's really impressive and yeah. really gratifying, as opposed to just oh, it's Kirito. Yeah, um, but yeah, it's it's very much welcomed when he does that. And and in the first arc in Gungale, another thing that I loved about Gungale was that he was characterized in a very human way. There yeah. were consequences and repercussions for a lot of the things that he had done, and he reacted like a human being. Yeah. <laughs> so that was nice. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I- traditionally, the Kirito character is more of like, if you, if anyone of you guys watch uh, Inuyasha, he's more of the mm-hmm. Shomaru kind of character. He's best served when he comes in, uh, cleans De- house, and then disappears because no, like he's super antisocial. <laughs> oh my god, that is a great comparison. Well, yeah, that's who he is. <laughs> so like, in a in a regular anime uh, or other anime, yeah, I feel like Klein be, would be our main character, yeah. Yeah. the bumbling, you know, shown Thank protagonist. You. Like I'm goofy and I'm going to say things that people are just going to like slap their heads and like, oh god, you didn't just say that, like, right? Yeah. That's like a real person. That's me <laughs> in male form with like shorter, spikier red hair and facial hair. But like, I just. I can't, I'm not going to be able to unsee that now. But, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it would be very... That being said, what they've done with him in this arc is absolutely great. And I, I really like, obviously, the development that this show has taken. And I think Bryce said it last week. It's just very interesting to see the way Sword Art Online keeps redefining itself mm-hmm. yeah. as it progresses. And that's definitely a strength, especially when it redefines itself to something that was way better than Alfheim. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, guys, don't make me take back my thing about the series. I'm just a little tired today. But yeah. I, you know what? I am going to say, okay, so I think Gungale might have been my favorite. But I just, I'm just saying the whole getting into the show and everything about 
you know, because the character, if the characters were at the development point they were for Gun Gale, mm-hmm. but in Alfheim, I would have enjoyed it more. <laughs> right. There's so many things that could have been done about Alfheim. I know. That would have <laughs> at least I didn't say season two. No one says but, season two. <laughs> um, same person, uh, Joanna Wong on Twitter says there is a very high chance of SAO3 because the next star is, and I apologize, I am illiterate, Alicization arc? Alicization. Alicization? It sounds a lot like... Uh, that sounds a lot like Alcatraz. So maybe it has something to do with a prison break. It might um, have been. It might just be a typo. <laughs> <laughs> well, no. Uh, if anybody has a phone like mine, I, I cannot I cannot on this phone. Well, and actually, Katie just messaged me. She says she is you all two for. Phones? Yes, I do. Oh, my God. <laughs> but she's, she says she is all for Klein being the protagonist. So yes, I would love a side series, even if it's like a short season. Like, if we can get Excalibur, we can get, like, Cl- the Klein show. <laughs> I would appreciate that. I want to see him at home eating his curry pizza and drinking his ginger ale and trying to go on a date and flopping it completely and then getting sucked into the game. You know what? Like, just writers, come come at me. Come at me, bros. Just like, I got ideas. Just, we'll, well do this. You know, in all fairness, Gun Gale was more sin on story than it was Kirito's. And, oh, absolutely. Um, the, but uh, I like Klein. The Excalibur arc was more Klein and Sugu than it was anybody else. And yeah. then this last arc was Asuna's arc. Maybe Klein, maybe Klein will have the next one. I'm just saying, but like, <laughs> I would also love, like, if it was just a funny, goofy one or two episode, like, even seeing their lives, how it is outside of the world of the video games. Mm-hmm. Klein would be hilarious. Yeah. yeah like, no. I would just, I would watch a half hour episode of him just completely being miserable on a first date and just like flopping shenanigans. Refute, like, like trying to do karaoke and just like the girl he can't sing. Like, I could totally see that about him. I would, I would watch that. I want a Klein and Agil buddy cop. Yes. That would be great. Oh my they God. Have to solve a mystery. It would be great. And poor Agil's like, I'm getting too old for this. But, um, but anyway, so let, since we're mentioning those other characters, since since we're talking about them, and uh, oh, apparently the the live chat is saying that uh, the next arc is very much like Alice in Wonderland. What? Okay, well that'll be interesting. Oh, Alicization right. makes a lot more sense. Alicization. That's okay. what she was saying. Makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> that makes so much more sense. Um, I wish somebody. Does anybody have the capability of pulling up the live chat? Because that would be great. Uh, I think uh, our buddy Phil has. Phil, uh, what's what's the word Phil's on the live the guy chat? On the ones and twos. Um, <clears throat> so a lot of people are talking about um, right now alitization. Yeah, uh, nice that's a word now. <laughs> um, but they're also talking about be a the thing. different books. Uh, there's still three light novels left to animate. Um, LOL, that UW arc LOL. would come next, I believe. <laughs> LOL. LOL. You guys, LOL. <laughs> you guys are the best. All right, well, again, since we were... Thank you, Phil. Um, feel free to jump in at any time if anything looks interesting uh, from the live chat, because none of us have it pulled up right now. Katie also says she wants to meet Agil's wife, so that would be su- stupendous yeah. as well. Because they met online. Like, that would be a really fun arc. Yeah. Again, the buddy cop, Klein, Agil one, and and his wife can come in and can, help solve can mysteries. We just, oh, she could be the Rene Russo. <laughs> can we just please like imagine if like a world where dating websites like OkCupid okay was like with with the the same fate where you meet someone in alternate reality with these video games and stuff like what a train wreck. <laughs> 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 but what a great series idea for a comedy. Uh, but 
we're anyway, getting into this yeah, actual to, episode. To actually <laughs> talk about this episode is that it starts. I can't believe we're just saying it starts off, but it starts off with you know this party with everybody you know doing this celebration, and we Come see by. life is normal, you know, just for a little bit. You know, it's and you know the day to day of you know going to school and Asana. I the, there was a little bit with Asana's mom where I couldn't read her expression if she was like, well, these grades aren't good enough, like I want them to be or if it's like a begrudging okay these are actually good enough grades i think Uh, it was the latter yeah i can't i gave up on trying to read her facial expressions (laughs) she's not in the game so i don't know what what she's feeling i don't know if she's crying (laughs) (laughs) that may may be the best quote from the entire series it's just just every no one can relate to that quote at one point in their life just get out you're not really human like that's i feel that at least on a day-to-day basis you guys later. Aww. Sorry. But to get back, um, so, you know, again, it's just kind of life is normal until Asuna gets this message saying, hey, Yuki's not doing well. Come yeah. quick. And um, and they both, you know, it's it's very apparent that this is going to be the end for, for poor Yuki. And so Asuna's there to say goodbye. And so they both log in to the game. And... This this whole this whole sequence and this whole scene was again just very well done and very grounded. And when when they actually do hop into the game, it was, you know, again, it's it's so weird to see her in, you know, as she is in the hospital yeah. and then see her avatar, you know, looking the same and she's still smiling and But but going into what you're saying not to cut you off. Oh no, no, absolutely. But and that's exactly what I thought like look at her all pretty and radiant and thing but I love, and I cannot wait to see the dub and whoever they get to act as her, portray her character, how hard it must have been to be this vibrant character and then the weakness and the vocal and the acting that was put into behind the emotion and every little bit of the dialogue that happened after that part. Oh, yeah. Where no. as much as she's shiny and pretty and yay, ha-ha, kawaii that's it, you know, whatever, you know, <laughs> it's a video game character, you know, that you can... I could just the entire time I'm seeing the scene, I can see the weak, frail version of her in the hospital bed. Mm-hmm. Oh no, you can definitely hear you know? that frailty come through the yeah. performance, and yeah. it was an excellent and it performance. Wasn't forced, it was just like, yes, I've heard this from people who are actually very ill before. Like, yes, that is exactly how I expect it to be, and it was so. My cat then jumped on my head <laughs> at the moment where I thought I was choking back a tear, so it kind of ruined it for me. <laughs> but if it wasn't for my dang cat, yes, there would have been the tears in the feels. So. <laughs> like that, right at that moment, that's like, definitely boom. happened before. Where right it's just like head. something all of a sudden is just like, okay, well, I was going to cry, and and then Katie no. fall, walks into the room and trips. <laughs> uh, <just imagine. laughs> um, Sometimes if it's like actual TV, like a commercial will pop up and it's like, really? <laughs> like you just <laughs> way ruined to, it. <laughs> way to kill the mood commercial. Um, but speaking of commercials, I'll, I do want to talk to you guys really quick about <laughs> iTunes. Do it. Folks, thank you so, so much for going to iTunes. We we really appreciate all of the support. And actually, it, since my internet is working, I think I can actually pull up. Way to rub up. it in our faces. 
<laughs> I think I can actually pull up the Sword Art Online after show for for After Buzz to actually read because I wanna I wanna read off the comments because it's honestly your guys' support and this is the last this is the last episode we get mm. uh, for a while <laughs> to be continued to be continued until we get Sword Art Online three hopefully. I keep getting confused because I keep thinking this was Sword Art Online 3, even though it was not. It was like Gun Gale and something else, but. <laughs> no, no, this was Sword Art Online 3, <laughs> for sure. Um, but let's see here. I'm trying to read more reviews. Come on, come load. But basically, um, even though the show is over, um, even though the show is over, we still very much rely on your guys' support, and we want to be able to demonstrate to our network that, hey, everybody loved this after show, that it, so that if we get a Sword Art Online 3, we can come back and cover that for you as it comes on out. Yeah. Um, because can, I, can I just say, like, absolutely, again, because, like, can we just, also giving thanks to Megan as a whole, oh. Megan has been with AfterBuzz for longer than, at least I know, me and Tari, yeah. and she is the one who has fought for us to have shows, like, Sword Art Online and Attack on Titan that when we got it they showed that you guys love it you guys have been telling us on the comments you've been watching so thank you to Megan because Megan also paved the pathway then for us to have Legend of Korra and all those sort of things you know we have like Silver Moon Crystal great panel on there and thank you guys, your your word of mouth and passing all those comments and everything, like, thank you. Just keep it up, and we will continue to have shows like this. But we need your support. This is free. They do 80 hours of, of TV. Phil is not saying anything because he's exhausted and he's a zombie. <laughs> so thank exactly. you. Exactly. <laughs> the people behind the scenes work over 90 hours to bring you all of that content for free. And so it means the world to us when we can point to these iTunes reviews and go, see, everybody loves this show and we love hearing from you guys on YouTube as well it always makes our day when we go to to, to the link on YouTube and we see nothing but wonderful wonderful support and you have no idea funny. how giddy we are when yeah. we, you guys like just tweet us on Twitter like oh my god I love you guys we're like we love you too like we're nobody <laughs> special shut up we're just dorks yeah, like no, you we're, we're, just, <laughs> we're just nerds that happen to like talking about this stuff so yeah. I want to give a shout out to NWJSN on iTunes awesome in-depth analysis of the show and then uh and then inuyasha boy 1981 also wrote hey guys thanks for the new review of saturday's episode and this is a really long one so i'm just going to but stop. thank you yeah so <laughs> i i just want to say thank you and those are the the two newest reviews that we have we've got a total of 15 comments and 25 reviews guys i challenge you i think we can double that yeah I, I bet you $5 I don't actually have that you're not actually going to get, but we'll pretend that there's this, you know, $5 that you're never going to see. And uh, I bet we can double that. But yeah, it's it's your guys' support that Christmas we're able miracle. to continue doing stuff like this. It's how we get sponsors. It's how we're able to get guests like Bryce and Sherry. Oh my so goodness. And they, how awesome are they? they? They were super awesome. And by the way, guys, last week's episode was so much fun. Yeah. I want to thank everybody who participated in that because that was just, it's probably one of the I most never, fun I've, I've ever had like root for me like I can't I can't root for me because he's just this like really rugged kind of manly looking package with this boyish face that probably gets carded at every single bar he walks into who can do this wide array of characters (laughs) and he's just the most down to earth friendliest guy and now he's just doing that like root for me like I can't (laughs) thank you thank you so much Bryce (laughs) yeah it was it was the best and thank you to everybody who participated in the live chat 
you guys, I think it was a rousing success. It really was. And again, thank you because that was a very sad episode like this week's and at least we got to have some laughs and not remember. Remember that life is more than just sorrow. (laughs) (laughs) Seriously. (laughs) Uh, All right. So let's, let's get back to this episode because not, oh, oh, everything okay over there? Okay, cool. We're good. We're good to go. He hasn't slept in four days. We anyway, got, we got uh, another question from Twitter. Uh, how do you guys feel about the very ending when Kirito told Asuna he wanted to be with her forever, and she and she reciprocated? What do you guys think? I expected it. I mean, I would be I would be upset honestly at this point because there's been nothing in the show to sh- to drive them apart. And especially in this last season where Asuna's been the main character and Kirito's just kind of been the background. But he's been there to support her when she needed it. And that's where I think, like, real relationships in life should be. Friendships, family, romance. They're a great couple. They haven't, I mean, the beginning kind of made me go, you know, with the whole (laughs) high school. I love you, I can't live without you. But overall, they have gone through that. They've grown as characters. And I don't see any reason why I wouldn't be happy that they're still together. They're not unhealthy for one another. They support each other. And... I wish them the best, and I hope I get an invite to their wedding. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'll say it was nice to see him supporting her because yes, he was exactly. the secondary character in this. And not having to save her. He's just there to aid her in a time yeah, of need. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. need the emotional boost. Yeah, I, I agree wholeheartedly. And I, I, I basically agree with everything you just said. It's nice to have seen them grow as characters because they are still young. And the very early stages of their relationship, you know, when they're playing house and exactly. everything like that. And it's nice to see them mature. But I feel the difference here now is that, and this is important, my, my little side bit of advice about relationships in general, it feels now that they do not, it's not that they need one another. They want to have one another in their lives and they're there as their their support beams. Like, it's not that, like, I'm going to die without you. It's yeah. like, I want you around. My life is better with you in it. Let's continue to help each other. And that, coming from the first season, <laughs> we have grown. <laughs> there has been progress. So, right. continuing with that, I would love to continue seeing where the relationship goes, hopefully, with the, ne- the new season. So Agreed. Tari, yeah. what do you think? Um, I I liked it. It was it was kind of nice to have a uh, some finality to it. Like, yeah. They didn't have to, like, their, make out. No, but, like, throughout <laughs> their... Uh, real world lives they've been really ambiguous about their relationship Mm -hmm. like even when Yuki mentions uh, she has Kirito she's like I guess sort of but like it was at this moment where he was finally like hey I love you and she's all like oh man (laughs) I love you too and then they like hold hands and run (laughs) off into the sunset I'm pretty sure that's not quite what happened. But, but the way he said it, because it's so not Tari, he's like, hey, man, love you too. What? That's how Kirito talks. Yeah. It's like, hey, what's hey. up? And Asuna's he's just his deep uh, voice. Oh, of course. He's apparently, what's his name? Um, uh, uh, Agil? Yeah, he's, he, he's Agil now. Patrick Seitz. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Go to my cafe, show your love. <laughs> sure, that's how it is. I just forget that Tari can do these voices. Like, I just, it makes me so happy. Yeah. I, I love, I feel like I'm happy because they didn't end it with sad, 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 sad. Like, they didn't end it at the funeral. They ended yeah. it showing a memory of throughout all the progression of all these relationships. There's always been these little bits where there's a party, there's a picnic, there's a get-together. Mm-hmm. And it just kind of shows that no matter what hardships they go to, they're, they go through, they're always going to end back at that mm-hmm. nice, like, you know, we still have each other. We're here for each other. We're going to be, we're growing. 
And that's that's all I care about. <laughs> just well, continue with that. I, I do want to ask, just um, because there there is a little bit more to this episode. Uh, what did you guys think of? Because we this is a call. This is very much a callback episode as well, yes. because it is the very end for now. Because we have characters from Alfheim coming back for mm. for Yuki's vigil, essentially when. All of these players come to kneel down around her oh my to God. see her off. That was the part where I think I got it teared up and then the cat jumped on me. <laughs> like, I'm not going to lie. Like, I'm sitting here. I'm like, oh, my God, they all come. She's like, but why is there so many? Am I dreaming? And I'm like, oh, my God, you're not dreaming. It's Yuki. They're here for you. <laughs> <laughs> cat. <laughs> why? But I just, because, again, giving props. And, again, with the strong feminine characters. Like, she was the best I almost wish they didn't say best swords women like you're the best swords mint doesn't matter okay well and they they were they were saying swords person at first yeah and um, then they said like, she said swords woman but I just feel like and then the whole speech that she gave about I always wondered why what was the point why, of me living yeah exactly what like was it was just pain and sorrow but I've grown memories I've grown friends I've 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 built I've built this this existence was not in vain and that was the part that struck a chord with me the hardest. Like, even worse than the death or anything. Because everybody in life has gotten to the point where you're sad or you're going through things, you're depressed. And I'm getting deep here. Like, I just yeah. mean, like, regardless if you're not dying from super AIDS, I just mean, like... Ah, what have I done? This is your fault. But <laughs> reap what you sow. But I just mean, like... Everybody has gotten to that point in life where you wonder, what is the point? You know, like, what is the point? What am I doing here? You know, but for her to create this existence and, ex- and cherish these memories, Asuna saying, like, I'm going to be with you again one day. We'll meet each other again. I'm always going to pass down your sword skill. How cool is that scene? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, um, and I, I wanted to also ask as well um, the name because we get the name of the arc from this. It turns out that the name of the eleven hit combo was the Mother's Rosario, and Portray. I don't, I, I'll be honest, I don't quite know what that's a reference to because I, I, I feel I, like Rosario sounds so familiar. I immediately I didn't look it up or anything. If anybody wants to tweet us real quick, yeah, hint, hint wink, <laughs> wink, because no one's tweeting us. Uh, if the. I feel like Rosario sounds very familiar, but obviously with the whole past with her talking about her mother and right before she died, she thought she saw her mother. Yeah. I feel like it was just an homage to her mom and her mother's strength trying to, you know, push her and kids she, through. And she talked about this um, attack being something that ho- she she hoped would protect Asuna in yeah. the future. So, again, I, I'm not quite sure what it was a reference to because I think – I don't know if this is like a weird translation thing or if it was just kind of like, oh, okay, that's the name and it's a reference to something I'm just not familiar well, with. that's not helping because a Rosario um, is a city in Argentina. Well, I think it might be in reference to like the rosary. That was my um, other thought oh, too. Her mom like was it, really religious, yeah. and so it's it, and that kind of relates between her and Asuna, where they both had different connections to their moms, and they wanted to express these, and okay. like her mom used religion. Speaking of expression, this has nothing to do with kind of. <clears throat> it doesn't tie into. It doesn't answer your question. It's okay. But Paul Villa says a whole bunch of Final Fantasy fourteen players did a massive vigil for That's a dying what? player recently, inspired by this arc. Oh nice. my gosh! Oh. Really? It's amazing. Um, the. Um, so you guys should check it out. Yeah, we oh will. Oh my gosh. And that does make oh. sense because as I'm saying, Rosario is a city in Argentina. I scrolled down. I'm like, oh, look at all the rosary beads. <laughs> so <laughs> that was the other thing because it does very much sound like Thanks, rosary. Google. And, and again, Tari, I think you said, I think you nailed it. <laughs> so, oh. um, 
Oh, no, something? No, no, I'm, I'm going to read. Go, continue. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it, it was very sweet that this, this, you know, the 11 hit combo, the thing that made her kind of famous within the game, very, you know, noticed and intimidating, uh, was the thing that she passed on to Asuna. And it's something that theoretically will go on throughout the game uh, because Asuna will eventually pass it down to someone else mm-hmm. as well. Although that did make me wonder. I'm like, I wonder what the future... Because Kirito... Thank you. Yeah, and well, Kirito brings it up too. He doesn't know what the future holds. Um, especially at the end of this arc where we... Uh, don't quite know whether or not there will be an SAO3. Mm-hmm. We just don't know. So nobody knows what the future will bring, and that makes me wonder, you know, what other... Because obviously there are more books, though. Yeah, because they what, say it takes place between the Phantom Bullet and Alicization arcs. Yeah. yeah. What is... Uh, yeah, what is what is coming in the next one? How is the world that they spend so much time in, how is that going to change and evolve? Mm-hmm. Because, yeah, it's... If there's one thing that this show shows is that it's constantly evolving and changing and growing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's getting bigger and bigger and (laughs) again it's really changing the way people live which is a big metaphor for just technology in general yeah well i mean personally i'm hoping that it starts to kind of blur the line between virtual and real reality because i mean we know uh based off of the information that we know about ricky Ricky kawahara kawahara um i mean his next series takes place in this world's future and in that world um, the virtual world and the real world are pretty much blended. Like, people can basically jump into the virtual world through their own bodies. They don't need headgear anymore. Um, and so I'd like to see the world progressing to that point, seeing Kirito's point, <laughs> Kirito's, Kirito's uh, place in that, because he, and he kind of mentions it at some point, that he is kind of um, uh, Akihiko's successor. Mm-hmm. And so, and I he's like, I don't grow. even like that. I feel like I'm being manipulated. <laughs> I'm sorry. Like, I, I'm, I'm my brain, uh, and I'm going to verbally say it anyway. As he's saying, like, I can't wait to see the technology progress and how they do this, and I want them to get this. And in my head, I'm like, I hope they cure AIDS because I think with all the technology going into this stuff, it's like, thank you. It's been how many years? It's 2020. What now in this series? Yeah, it's, it's probably 2025. Yeah. yeah hopefully, okay. Yeah. Let's get on that, and then worry about your video games. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> Yeah, (laughs) way to not cure super AIDS, Kawahara. Thanks. (laughs) All his fault. Yeah, but at least we got the leukemia. We seem to get leukemia on on the bend there. Yeah, and that that was actually the next thing I was going to bring up is that kind of another, a little bit of uplifting note is that Siune has been cured and June is also... um, New medication. New medication and he's on the upswing. So it's like, it looks like we might not be... The Sleeping Nights might not be reuniting as soon as we thought. Because, uh, and it's kind of, they're taking it as it being Yuki's way of saying, guys, what take your I time. You? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to see you just I'll, yet. If I see you too soon, I'll kill you. <laughs> <laughs> Good luck with that. <laughs> That's what I would say to people. But, <laughs> but If you die, I swear I'll kill, kill you. you. <laughs> That's exactly what I would say. Uh, no, I, I, and I thought that was nice too, because, you know, we don't really talk about, um, I mean, I don't think aside from, uh, 
Yuki's mom being like, you know, I guess Catholic or I don't know, but you know, or religious or Christian at least, you know, we don't really talk about into the beliefs and what they think happens when they die. I mean, as far as we know, they have the whole like, well, I'll see you in another life or next time or whatever. Well, and Japanese culture is, you know, it, it definitely has a lot of spiritual yes, aspects, which yeah. is yeah. why I thought yeah. it was very interesting that her mother was religious, like Christian Christianity. Like, let me tell you, I was in Japan for a week. We passed by like I could count how many churches. They're not very many. Um, <laughs> but it's very interesting as that is a loop and now it makes sense with Mother's Rosario, uh-huh. that being linked into it. But I thought it was nice that we could kind of think of it as Yuki being like, it's a miracle. And I'm like, it's like <laughs> Christmas is in like four days. I'm like, it's a Christmas miracle. <laughs> and I don't know why that's exactly how I sounded when I said it. But, um, you know, it's nice to see this kind of like whole, like, okay, well, she died, but we're getting good things out of this because there's hope for other people. This isn't the end of the line. Like, you know, yeah. so yeah. again, it's the very, the thing that I like about the episode. If we have to have a sad episode with all the feels, like, let's have some bright end notes to lift it off mm-hmm. on. So yeah. I don't have to come in here with <laughs> mascara running down my face. Yeah. So, well, and, and, you know, it's, again, it's just kind of like Yuki's strength was able to inspire others. Yeah. And they, they, a few of them now have have this new lease on life and, and and everybody who met her has been kind of revitalized and has this new perspective on what it really means to be alive. All the fairies. So <laughs> many fairies. So many fairies. Well guys, <laughs> we we have to wrap it up. Um, no. I know. <laughs> I know. I don't want to say goodbye either. But I, uh, you're so far away. Not even really, though, no, we're not really. <laughs> oh, no, it. we're not we're not doing that. <laughs> Just never let but, go. <laughs> We we let we're gonna let go intentionally now. <laughs> no more touching. Let we'll go again. Anyway, um, before we wrap it up, I do want to know final thoughts on the series. Just throw it out um, and final thoughts to any any fans that we have watching listening right now. Tara, you go first. All right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I think the series really it had its its hill its valleys and its its hills, but I, overall, with the exception of one arc. I've, it was really captivating. It was... Season two. Yes. Um, it was really... I've, I want to say it was revolutionary. I mean, we did follow a character that we typically don't follow. Like, we usually get the shonen protagonist. Take a shot. Take a um, shot. Uh, and we didn't. Hey, that's we got for you. a really, like, emotionally flawed character, but a physically perfect character, which is interesting. And we also got really... You checking out Kirito? <laughs> yeah. um, and we got really strong and uh, relatable characters as sides and main characters. So mm-hmm. I, I feel like the series as a whole is great. And I, yeah. I'd watch it again if I had the chance. Um, <laughs> and to the fans, I really enjoy you guys. Um, this was probably one of my favorite shows to do ever in the history of ever. Uh, so I really am grateful for your support. Yep. How Liz. can I follow that? <laughs> um, no, same thing. Like, again, this is... Again, it was great coming into this because it was an experience. It was one of the first anime I've gotten into in years. And it was so fun to have to share that experience with friends like Katie and Megan and Tari to talk about it like the nerds that we are (laughs) and have the support of you guys out there. I mean, thank you so much. It's so fun to chat about this stuff with you. And again, such an interesting anime in general, like taking video games and the depth that we get of the characters, the growth, it's very, it's not very uh, often that we see that in especially anime where we see so much depth and growth with the characters and we see, you know, like I said, I mentioned Sailor Moon before. 
It's the same thing, yo. It's the same, okay? <laughs> like, what we get to focus on different characters and we get to appreciate them as a whole without having to have the main character that we've grown so accustomed to seeing constantly in every single episode, mm-hmm. which is so different and I really enjoy it. I really hope that they do come back with uh, more seasons. I hope that it continues to escalate better and better and better and I hope that when that happens, you guys will be on the AfterBuzz TV podcast telling them and screaming at the producers, you better come back with it, Megan, sorry, Katie, and then we will be back and we will be recapping. Yeah, I have to agree with both of you guys. The series is by no means perfect. No. We've gone on at length. It's like a about, person. <laughs> yeah, it was well, a lot like life. Yeah. It is by no means perfect, but when it was really good, it was great. When it was really bad, it was really bad. Oh, yes. <laughs> but but when it was good, it, things were really great. And all in all, it was really enjoyable. And I will definitely be wa- rewatching Gun Gun the Gun Gale part for sure. I'm just gonna um, text you and be like, Death Gun! And then well, be like, What are you doing on Christmas? Death presents! <laughs> like, stop texting me, Liz. Death okay. <laughs> Death Holly. <laughs> Death mistletoe. That was the word I was looking for. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, again, just this was a fun series. And again, I, I uh, prior to Attack on Titan coming out, it had been a long time since I sat down and, and really enjoyed an anime. Enjoyed and, the anime. and definitely SAO was something that I really enjoyed and I'm really glad I sat down and took the time to watch. It made me want to replay RPGs that I never have time to play anymore. I'm going <laughs> to exactly. go home and play some Dragon it made Quest. Me, it made me kind of want to play, sit down and play some Final Fantasy. No one has time for that. Nope. But it, <laughs> nobody it made, ain't nobody got time for that. Nope. Nope. Um, but again, just to all of you guys, all of your tweets, all of your messages on YouTube, all of the iTunes comments, it's meant the world. So thank you guys so, so much. It, we really appreciate yeah. and it. And on an after note, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just want to say, where can people, are, are we doing more <laughs> shows? Like, you, you want to be on anything? Uh, yeah, we can do that, but we're going to go around the table. Okay. Liz, what <laughs> are you going to be on? Okay, well, we are, uh, Tari and I will be recapping the Legend of Korra season finale right after this, so stay tuned, you guys. Tweet us. Um, you can find me at Lizzie Maui on Instagram and Twitter. That's L-I-Z-Z-Y-M-A-W-Y. Also coming up soon, I am going to be recapping the Doctor Who Christmas special. Stay tuned, because we have no idea when. And uh, Helix and some more things, please follow me, and I will... Get you updated. Woo. Tari. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Tari J. That's T-A-U-R-I-J-A-Y. And as Miss Rishmaui said. Thank you for saying uh, my name right. You're welcome. <laughs> uh, we'll be wrapping up Legend of Korra. This is the last episode ever. So uh, tune in. <laughs> Well, thank you guys. And you can follow, as I mentioned, you can follow Katie on Twitter at Kiajay and on Instagram at K-I-X-E-T. And you can follow me on Twitter at The Menguin. That's T-H-E-M-E-N-G-U-I-N. And I'm also on uh, The Sailor Moon after show tonight. And I'm also going to be on Agent Carter coming up pretty soon. Girl. Woo! (laughs) (laughs) And I'm also on Classic Who and Star Wars Rebels. So those will be back in January. Nice. Again, thank you guys so much. Thank you to to Phil, who was engineering tonight. Thank you, Thank you to Stephen Lemieux, who kept engineering for us, and we drove him crazy. And happy (laughs) holidays to everybody. Thank you so much. We really appreciate it. Have a wonderful night. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. 
I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, see you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.